Welcome to the Cosmic Healing Podcast. This is the show for the soul who is excited to welcome in more freedom, abundance, and quantum healing in their life. Hi, I'm Vaughn. My magic is in treating all aspects of this human existence, mind, body, and spirit, because it is all connected. In this podcast, I will be sharing stories of transformation so you can know, witness, and understand what's possible for you too when we play together in the cosmos. Let's go. Hello, and welcome to the Cosmic Healing Podcast. (sighs) I have got a special episode for us today because we are fresh off of the ARC retreat that was here at Lake Lanier in Georgia. And for my longtime listeners, you you know the, the magic that has been poured into this experience. And for those that may be new to listening to the Cosmic Healing Podcast, I welcome you. And I am just so excited for everyone to be able to connect to this to this conversation. I have got some special guests with me here today. I have got, first of all, Dana. Dana, Dana, Dana. My precious Dana. Because of you, truly, because of you, this whole experience was something extra special. The way that you transferred that message that you received in your dream about bring a friend for free in the snow, like little did we even know it was a snow full moon and that potent full moon that it was like the, the, um, the divinity and the messaging that you brought through to this experience was very, very, very important. So thank you, Dana. Thank you for being a vessel. Thank you for being at this retreat experience with us. Like you, uh, I mean, you are profound. You are profound. And I am grateful to you for all that you are. And I have got my precious Jill. My precious Jill that has been on several episodes already before. She is my ride or die at retreats. Um, She started out as, can I do yoga and massages at your retreats? And she has transitioned into a pivotal role um, of sound healer, my right-hand woman, my everything you know what I need before I know what I need. Like you are just there and you are I I literally, I know I say this every time that I could not do this without you, but Jill, I could not, cannot, will not do this without you. You have become the most extraordinary, uh, beyond comprehension of stepping into your role as a sound healer and to watch you evolve from that very first retreat that we did together into now what we get to experience together is literally mind-blowing, like literally mind-blowing. 
So I am grateful that you are here to have this conversation with us because you have had a front row seat at all of them. And hello, my precious, oh, 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 precious, like you're beyond precious. You're, you are goddess Amanita. You are goddess Amanita. Child. What a pivotal role you played in this experience. It's so funny because you've been at my experiences like, yeah, you want to come hang out at my, you know, not as a guest at the retreats, but just like, yeah, you want to come hang out and just like, you'll like bebop in and out of these retreat experiences. But this time I was like, I want you there. I need you there. I knew you had to be there. And you did have to be there because witnessing <clears throat> the role that you played in this experience was, I mean, this this whole retreat experience was nothing short of divinity unfolding. I mean, it was truly like, it's so hard to put into words. And, but, but that's why I asked these women to come in and help me put into words, um, mainly because we want you to be able to, um, you know, like before we press record, I was like, what is the intention of this conversation? Like, what are we really trying to express here? And, and what we decided on was, it's the surrender. Like we want this conversation to be an example of, you know, the proof of what happens when you surrender into your soul guidance into those nudges into each little like well that doesn't make any sense but i'm going to do it anyway and you just keep following all the little pieces that can have what we just had but it took each one of us saying yes to be able to even get to this point of of life of of expansiveness for ourselves so before we get started in this conversation, I just invite all of us just to take a couple deep grounding breaths and maybe place your hands on your heart space. Just allowing yourself to be here and be here now in this conversation and with these words. I feel as if this conversation is going to be a transmission for you, an activation for you an activation of, of words and awakening and remembering for each one of us. May our own Holy Spirit move through us. May we share the words of wisdom that exist within Mm. We all have codes of remembrance that are just waiting to be activated and awakened and to move through us so that we can be that embodied version of everything that we know up in our minds, up in our heads, so that we can now feel it in our soul, in our body. So with each step that we take, we can be that version of ourselves. 
so we can be with capital letters, I am, with every step we take, I am. Mm. I am eternally grateful for this beautiful life that we are co-creating and weaving together. Each one, me, each one of my beautiful guests here today and each one of you listening right now, we are co-creating, we are weaving together a life beyond our comprehension. It's exciting. We are entering into a new time, a new world. Allow the excitement of the unknown to move up through the soles of your feet, moving up through your whole body, moving into your heart where you literally feel that expansion and that excitement and know that it is available for you. This isn't just temporary. This feeling of excitement, of knowing that there's more, it's not temporary. It gets to be this way. We get to stay in a continued excitement for what is next, even though we have no idea what. Hmm. With that being said, Miss Precious Dana, I would love for you to, to share what's on your heart. Well, first of all, thank you for having me, Vaughn. And um, this retreat was, I went to the one in November. I want to start by saying that. That was my first retreat with Vaughn. And I have been to retreats before. And I was saying this uh, last weekend that on paper, you know, I've been to other retreats where we did some of the same things, you know, some of the activities were the same on paper. It's the same, but in my heart and in person, it is unmatched by anything else that is out there. And it's because of the way that Vaughn holds space, the caliber of the people that Vaughn magnetizes and are in her orbit and that come into her world. Um, and it is the effort and the energy that the people who come to her retreats put in to surrender. Um, we equally individually are healing and yet there is an energy that cannot be replaced when you are surrounded by the energy of these women to rise up. And that very first night, I felt called to be in the very back of the room by the door. And as we were in our ceremony, I saw a portal open in the ceiling. It was swirling and opening and unlocking. And the moon, the full moon was rising to my right out of that door. And she was there and present throughout the entire experience. Um and that portal was a portal of surrender that was truly opened up. 
And it wasn't just a surrender of release is what I felt. It was a surrender of release so that everyone present could step more fully into their power. That was a theme that I saw throughout the weekend, throughout every single woman that was there. It was, it was healing, yes, but the healing's purpose was to move us more fully and more deeply into our own individual power and our expression of that power. I saw it in the women leading the retreat. I saw it in the women participating. I saw it in the women serving at the retreat. It it was, you, you could not help but be prompted to move into your own power more deeply and more fully. And so that's what I saw the first night and it continued throughout the entire experience in just the most beautiful way. So that's what it was about to me was surrender into our power. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, that portal, man. So let's just talk about that portal and that altar. So in the space where we were doing most of our ceremonies, um, it was this, I mean, this place, this house, oh, I mean, like y'all, I saw an arc of a rainbow in my meditation. And then I heard the words look locally for a retreat. And so I put in large retreat space in Georgia. And then the first very theme that comes up is called the arc retreat center. And so I was like, okay. And this place is like, so like showing up there that day when we were checking it, I was like, holy shit, like this place is epic. And even though I had already seen it, you know, I went and toured it. I, you know, going there and seeing it again, knowing that all these women were coming, I was like, oh my gosh, this place is amazing. It's gorgeous right on the water. But the ceremony space was, it's like in a screened in porch basically. And there's this huge beam in the middle. And so we had the altar set up around this beam in the middle. And we had each person bring a special totem of, you know, like a crystal or just something special. Like there were all kinds of things like a, a hawk feather and um, pictures or, you know, just special things from their from their life that they put towards that altar. And within that altar and within that portal that was created on that very first night, literally, when you say you saw it. Like it was a portal created in the way that we all were called to like move around that circle, just cultivating even a deeper portal. Um, it was profound. And I love the way that you said, you know, even for the, you know, each, each participant and the, the leaders of the experience, like I know for myself and for Amanita and Jill as well, like the way that we, I expanded so much over this week, like each retreat I show up at, like it's, it's as healing and activating for myself. And this one, oh boy, it like, it shook me. It shook me to my core. Like I am coming out of that experience a completely different version of myself. Like, and it just keeps happening. It just keeps unraveling. And this is just the importance of what it looks like to keep showing up for yourself because it just keeps getting bigger and better and more expansive. And, and sometimes even harder, sometimes it's even harder, the deeper you go into yourself. So 
but like that's where the magic is like to be able to know ourselves on a deeper level like that's where we know ourselves and we get to show up deeper and fuller as ourselves we get to peel away the things that are in the way and just lean into that so so my little dilly jill Speaking of stepping fuller into themselves, damn girl, I feel like I witnessed you like leap, leap and bound into, into, I don't even know what to call you right now. Well, I know that before the retreat, I kept telling you something is going down. Like I really felt like there was going to be this huge shift and I mean that definitely happened um I didn't know really what to expect and after doing so many retreats together like it seems like after each one we're like how could it get any better than that you know like each one it's like oh my god that was so incredible and so what transpired even before the retreat for me was just unreal. And then getting to the retreat and seeing the space and seeing all the women and how willing and ready they were to get real and vulnerable and release and open up and pour into each other. Like, it, that's where it's at. That is truly where it's at. And if if you've never done a retreat, even if it's not Vons, which I mean, hello, duh, that's the answer. But just do it for yourself. Like say yes for yourself. And each time seeing each woman say yes, show up, release. And then the amount of connection and friendships that transpire after the fact, like, it, it's just, I don't know what my life would be like without retreats now. Like, I am, and I could just cry back at thinking about it. I am just eternally grateful for reaching out to you and asking, do you want help at your retreat? Like I am so, so thankful. I just. And and it was so uncomfortable for you to, it was you know, so like, this, this, is, this is the point of the conversation. Like it was so uncomfortable for Jill to message me that very first retreat and say, you know, but that was a nudge in her heart saying, I really want to work more retreats. I don't even know what I do. Maybe I could offer some massages and yoga. And yeah. you, I mean, you messaged me so scared, but this is the point of this conversation is show up scared. I, there were so many women that showed up to that experience that were scared, that had never done any, that had never even worked with me on any level. Like there were so many new women that mm -hmm. had done breath work or or it's worked with me. 
and they were scared. They were like, I don't know what's going to happen, but my soul is like telling me I'm supposed to be here. But now that they're there, they're like, but what do I do with myself? You know? And it's like, just be here, baby. Just trust that you are exactly where you're supposed to be and surrender into whatever's next. Cause nobody knows. You but know? seeing how they show up and then how they leave. Yeah. Night and day. Yeah. Night and day. Yeah. And the and the ripple effect that they are going home and that is going to ripple out into their community. And that is whew, yeah. I mean, and what happened? <laughs> the, I don't even know. Like I know, I know. We I have mean, so my, much to talk about. <laughs> yeah, my mallet is so for those that don't know, like a mallet for a gong. There's several different kinds of mallets, but this one particular mallet, I shredded, I shredded, and that is not easy to do, but that was during our very last healing, and that baby is irreparable. <laughs> I mean, it was crazy. I didn't even know it was happening until after the fact, and then I looked, I'm like, what? Yeah. Um. And then what happened the very last day? Like, I can't even put into words. Yeah. It's unreal. Yeah. I feel like you and your gong have a whole new relationship now. Like, I just, I feel like you were one with the gong now, which if you have not experienced the magic of a gong in general, then you it's hard to comprehend the power of a gong. But the power of a gong in general is amazing the power of a gong and Jill now is like, <laughs> it's a whole thing. So you, you are one with the gong. <laughs> and I, I was, really was. And I was thinking, you know, because in a prior episode, we talked about your healing, like with, with sound healing. And this was even before you received your sound healing training and that, you know, we used a, a drum mallet to you know to kind of beat that past life trauma out of your booty um I'll yes. have to the that podcast because that was a very important experience and so now for you you know not be, you use a drum but for you to be using that mallet on that it's just like what is this life it's so insane it is insane yeah. and so somebody was asking me like well, so like, how, how do y'all heal? And I said, well, I said, Vaughn uses breath work, which when you use your breath properly, it literally helps to unlock stuck emotions that are in your body and helps move them out of you. And they were like, well, what about the sound? What, what is it healing? And I was like, yeah. So with a gong and different instruments, it's a vibration. And I think it helps shift and move that even more like vibrate it out of you and that last night was a prime example of vibrating it out of you <laughs> like what like what yeah yeah that's crazy it's awesome I, I'm forever grateful to that gong and to you and I think each each woman is forever changed because of that gong girl Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank um, you. Thank you. Um, okay. Amanita. Sister. 
I mean, when I knew that you had to be at that retreat, I wasn't exactly clear. Like I didn't need to know like your role or what all I knew was you had to be there. So I I just, I, so talk to a sister. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go back for a second to, um, New Year's Eve at your studio. You had gathered, it was a lot of us in there, like 20, 20 women, yeah. I think, for the New Year's Eve um, experience. And at the end of that experience, I had stayed and it was just me and you and we were in your studio and we were just talking. And that was like the birth of the retreat. And I remember we were kind of going back and forth like, yeah, I feel a retreat. And I had told you during that session, I had saw a retreat with you and I there together, a very powerful experience. And so we were playing around with the idea. And then I think maybe about a week or so later, you were like, oh, okay, yeah, I found the place and went to go see it. And then it was just like, boom, this moment, like from November, from New Year's Eve, December 31st, not November, December 31st, to full blown 23, 24, 25, 28, however many of us there was in this beautiful location was such a short period of time from like the moment the vision was dropped to the moment we lived into the vision. And I think that captures like how the whole like experience of the retreat went was a vision was given to you you surrendered into it and allowed yourself to live into the experience and then that transpired into every woman that showed up unsure of what it was they were coming for they just knew they were coming for something and then being willing to just surrender and live out the weekend with no real expectations, just a open, willing heart to move through all the things that we were asking them to do. And a lot of those things were very new to each person that showed up. And the amount of willingness that each individual soul had just played into this amazing opening of a portal and this experience that allowed us to weave our hearts together. And as we weaved our hearts together, it was almost like um, we became one. What I had that another needed, they received. What I needed, another had, I received. And I think that's like such the beauty of when we gather together in community, at retreat like this, the power of um, what community brings is just so incredibly powerful. And it's just like, if you haven't done a retreat, like, what are you waiting for? I know. And, and that is it. Like what you just described, like that is it, is the weaving of our stories of each woman coming together. And it's not like, you know, we're up there healing, you know, like orchestrating the healing. It's like, no, like we are healing through each other. And that that's been the biggest shift that I experienced as a retreat leader was like at the flourish retreat. That was the first time that I, I was like, oh my gosh, like this is not about 
me leading anything. This is about me creating the experience so that we can just all lead each other, you know? So I just am like so grateful that I see that and that I create that space for us each to just like lead, surrender and lead into each other, lead and lean and surrender into each other because each woman has that power for the, that we need from each other. And it's like, if we all, it's like literally a weaving of a, of a basket and we just create this big old container of, and, and the basket just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger as our stories come together. So, um, so Amanita, one of my favorite parts of this whole weekend was something that you facilitated that you, you made happen. So I would love to chat about our sunrise prayer circle. Mm. And so we didn't originally plan that on the schedule. (laughs) (laughs) Right. On the schedule ish. Uh, but as I was driving up to the retreat, um, that is what had dropped in was, oh, in the morning, let's get up. And this was before I even seen the place. And then once I saw the place, I was like, oh, I totally get it now um, because there's there's so much light that comes into the space. And especially in that ceremonial space that we had created it's nothing but windows. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, the, the, the idea was given for us to get up and do sunrise prayer in the morning. And so we got up at seven o'clock and we met around the altar and we worked with sacred hape. And for those who are unfamiliar with hape, it is a sacred tobacco and so we use this tobacco, we put it in our in the palm of our hands, and then we spoke our prayers out loud in a circle. And as each one of us finished, we blew the hape into the altar. It was like our prayers were being carried with this very sacred tobacco into the spirit realm to manifest, to cleanse, to purge, to bring all the things that we need together. And the one thing that I really, really experienced in that prayer circle was the power of witnessing. Mm. Because we, for some reason, I don't know where this is created in our life experience, but we carry this like shame or shyness or fear of allowing ourselves to truly be seen. And that prayer circle was an opportunity for us to witness the places within each other that probably are never really exposed. And so there's something so powerful when we allow ourselves to be witnessed in our true vulnerability that's when we really get to the heart of God. That's when we really tap into the divinity that is within us, when we can be pure and raw and vulnerable and authentic. That's when we can truly get down to what it is that we are here to do, what it is that we're here to experience, how we're here to serve. It was just an amazing experience to have with all of the women. 
Yeah, it was, it was literally one of my favorite things because, you know, I've been doing this thing over the past six weeks where I, I meet God at the altar, like every morning, because I heard this message, meet me at the altar. So I'm like, okay, God. So every morning I'll come down to my little studio or wherever I am and I'll, I'll meet him at the altar. But to meet God at the altar with all these other women and to have those conversations out loud, you know, because usually it's just me and God having this conversation. But to, like you said, to be witnessed by other women having this conversation with God and all my vulnerability and all my true desires and for all my true prayers and all my true gratitude. I mean, the way that uh, each one of us were just like tearing gratitude out. I mean, because even when we're in our deepest prayer of what we of asking for what we need, it was still like in gratitude of like, here I am laying down my needs at your feet, dear God, hear me, not only you, but may every single sister here, hear me, mm-hmm. hear my deepest desires. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it was so beautiful because I was even surprised by what moved through me. Like when I was just me and God, and I'm like, here I am like saying these things. I'm like, wow, I didn't even know that's really something that I needed and that I wanted. And then it felt so much more supported by a group of women. And then the sacredness of, of blowing the, um, that sacred tobacco, you know, as an offering into the altar, you know, like, oh, the way you facilitated, it was just glory, glory, hallelujah. And then every morning that sun would come rising through and it would just like shine on each one of us. And we had this glow, this sunrise golden glow as we were saying our prayers. Oh my God. It was just like so beautiful. It was one of my favorite parts of the entire weekend of that and not, and it was optional, you know? So, you know, some mornings people would show up some mornings they wouldn't. And, you know, and that was okay. Whoever was there, it was meant to be. And, but, ah, man, it was beautiful. I'm so grateful to you for, for, because she asked me, you know, Amanita came to me and she goes, Hey, you know, would you mind if I do this? And I was like, uh, yes, please. That is an incredible (laughs) offering. Hell yes. And it ended up just being like literally one of my, I think everyone's favorite experiences because it was so intimate and quiet and sacred and beautiful. So thank you, sister, for offering that. Mm, It was such a pleasure. I think one of my biggest takeaways from that experience was the second day that we did the prayer, we focused on um, asking for what we need. Yeah, And I think you know, especially as women, we kind of get caught up in like, what does everybody else need from me or for themselves? And so sometimes our prayers are so outward focused. And so we're praying not from like a full cup because we actually need things. And for some reason, sometimes we feel like, oh, I shouldn't pray for myself first. (laughs) And so during that second day, when we were doing our prayers of, of what we needed, and my prayer just so vulnerably came through. And um, one of the beautiful sisters came up to me afterwards and expressed like how um, encouraging it was to hear my prayers that were not pretty and neat, but that they were real struggles and challenges 
And to understand that even as leaders, even when we're facilitating that we are not coming perfect, we are not coming. My life is not all rainbows, butterflies and and fairy tales. Yes, there's a, a lot of that and it's wonderful. And then there also is a lot of challenges that we are moving through when we step into this work and we decide hey, we want to be vessels and conduits for spirit to move through us in order to help another person recognize their healing power. That means that we have to dig very deep within ourselves to be able to meet all of the challenges and struggles that humanity is facing as a whole. (laughs) And so we are not like um we we don't get a pass on that class <laughs> right exactly <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah you know and that's what i always try to stress right like in all of my vulnerabilities and shares it's like yo the shit is always going to be there like we are always 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 going to have struggles and and heartache and there's always going to be things that we're navigating through but how do we navigate it through it like and so when we can allow ourselves to show up in prayer of of dear god this is what i'm struggling with right now you know help me work through this or how how is the best way for me to work through this because it's always going to be there. So it's like, let's just go through it together and literally through the glory of God. Um, and speaking of, um, glory of God, there is, this is a conversation that I really want to make sure is had. So, we had, um, let's see, the retreat started on Thursday and, you know, everything had been epic and experience. Well, I will say Thursday night, you know, we show up, everybody's brand, there are 30 of us women, by the way, in that experience. And so we show up, everybody's a little, you know, a bunch of, nobody knows each other really. Like some people knew each other, but for the most part, like we're all kind of raw and get to know each other. And so Thursday was kind of like a little warm up, like we just dipping our toes into things a little bit. And then Friday, you know, we have these experiences planned and we we go deeper into surrender and getting to know each other and feeling comfortable surrendering into each other. And then Friday during our um, healing ceremony, um, it was, you know, people were showing up and they were surrender, but there was also like a lot of resistance, you know, like there was a lot of resistance. And this is where I really depend on the ones that do surrender to continue to surrender so that it kind of renews the, the faith in those that like, I don't know how to surrender. What does that look like? It's like, I need you to be the example of what it looks like to surrender and to emote and to release and to scream and to cry and to kick and to move your body if you need to. And so there were so many of them that were, you know, that were having the experience and allowing the experience. And at the same time, there were many that were still like, but no, (laughs) you know, I'm here, but no. And so I was aware of it and I'm like, okay, you know, like we'll, we'll do whatever we got to do. That's fine. And I mean, there was still plenty, plenty of release and experience, which I'm, I'm, there was one in particular that I'm excited to share her story because that was very profound. Um, But on the next night on Saturday, 
the last night, you know, we had had a full day of just like beauty and magic and just like community and coming together. And so as we came together for that healing circle that night, and when I say healing circle and ceremony, that means like where I'm pretty much like pulling women together and we're using our breath and our body together as one to just go there, to go into whatever we need to go into. And so, you know, I'm kind of like, as we're gathering, I'm just like, you know what? I'm not, I'm not proud of you guys from last night. I was like, y'all did not show up. Like, I know you came here to show up for, I was like, and I don't play that way. Like I kind of like went off on everybody. Cause I was like, you paid this money to freaking be here, freaking be here. Like what, what are you doing? And, and each woman knew who I was talking. I mean, cause I was calling them out because they knew they weren't showing up fully. I'm like, there's only, you know, I'm not the healer. You know, I'm not here. I'm not going to heal you. You are the healer. So you are here to heal a part of yourself, but it, you, it's up to you. Like I can only do so much you know, like work with me here, play with me here. And I was like, there's some shit that we, we got to go deep and, and I need you to, to go deep with me. Well, okay. With that being said, um, earlier in that day, <clears throat> I had had an experience, just Jill and I, and one thing led to another. And somehow I ended up behind her gong and I was moving through my own personal stuff. And so she's playing the gong all by herself. I thought she was doing like a private gong bath or something. So I go in there. I'm like, cause I hear the gong and I'm like, oh, you know, I, I'm always led to the gong. I'm like, what are you doing? I was like, are you just in here by yourself? She was like, yeah, I just wanted to do this. And so I was like, gong me. So I got behind the gong. And once I was behind the gong, I felt like, uh, I don't want to say a scream because it wasn't a scream, but it was like a release, an emotional, like Oh, like, like release. It was a scream. It was a yell. It was rage. It was love. It was everything combined that just needed to be released through me. I had something deep that needed to be released through me. And so I realized as she's playing the gong so loud that as I was yelling and screaming and emoting, it sounded the same as the gong. Like nobody could hear my scream. And I was like, oh my God, like nobody can hear me right now. All they hear is the gong. So afterwards, Jill and I look from under behind the gong and we look at each other and we're like, that's it. Holy shit. Like that is it. That's how people can release deeper is through surrendering into this gong because you can't even hear your screams and your yells and your wails of, of love and glory moving through you through that gong. And so that night we present this opportunity. We're like, okay, so this happened. This is what happened to me. This is what we're going to do tonight. We're going to gong so loud and you're going to, you are going to yell and emote and release with this gong. And I swear you won't even hear yourself because that gong is so loud. So I wasn't exactly sure how it was all going to unfold, but I trusted that that's exactly what had to happen. 
And so Miss Jilly Jill starts, she playing that gong and she's like, boom, boom, boom. And then all of a sudden people like, I, you know, I'm encouraging, we're each encouraging like that release that, ah, like match the sound of the gong. And as the gong got louder, our voices got louder. And then each woman, like as they felt called would come behind the gong and they would release the, whatever they wanted to release behind that gong. And it was like suffocated by the sound of the gong. So it was safe to really be as loud as you wanted. It was so loud. And each woman, like whether you were behind the gong or in the circle, everybody, all 30 of us, we were releasing. And so we'd probably been releasing for a good 45 minutes, I think it's safe to say. And then all of a sudden, I mean, okay, and let me just set the scene for you here really quick. We've got the sacred ceremonial space. So we've got the altar in the middle. We got candles. We got we got people screaming and moving. And I mean, we got the gong. Jill's like killing it on the gong. I, I, how her shoulders are not sore right now, I do not know, but they're not. And so she's like getting it. And we're all like, like that whole house was vibrating. And so all of a sudden I hear this male voice. Hello, hello, hello. And then somebody looks at me and they're like, Vaughn, a man's here. And I'm like, oh shit. So I'm like, okay, cool. So I go over there. I'm like, hey, I was like, let's just go over here inside, you know, because I didn't want this man to be interrupting our vibe, right? And so he's like, no, I'm not going inside with you. I'm going to stand right here so everybody can hear what I have to say. What are you doing? You are being loud. He was so, hey, what are you doing in here? Okay. And right, it looked freaky. It looked like we were freaky ass freaky. Um, and I was like, okay, just come in here and let me just talk to you and calm you down. And he would not go inside until he had every single one of our attention. And we were focused on him and his anger and his like, like angst about what we were doing up in here. What are you doing this? Okay. And so this is the lake house and you know how sound travels across the lake. Well, Apparently, our sound was traveling across the entire community and causing quite the disruption, I am proud to say. And so he finally, you know, I'm like, I totally, and I really, I was unfazed. And Dana, thank you for seeing me in that way. Dana kept saying, she was like, Vaughn, you were so unfazed. And I truly, I was just like, hey, baby, I totally understand. Let's get you calmed down because I, I understand what this must look like and feel like for, for a man that does not understand what we are doing. And so I finally get him inside. I calm him down. And, and he was just like, oh, you're just so flustered and like aggravated and angry. But yet I think my coolness was like aggravating him even more because I really was just like, He's like, what are you doing? I was like, we're releasing rage. And he goes, well, I mean, I get it. I guess women have a lot of rage. And I was like, yeah, we do. We really need to be able to have a safe space to work through this. And he was like, well, we'll just, you just need to be quiet. And I'm like, I understand. I understand. It's under control now. We we will, I will handle this. And so he left like, uh, 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 uh. and so then um, come back in, you know, and of course we were a wee bit disrupted, right? Like, like here we are and are releasing mostly of, of suppression of the patriarchy rage that exists within us for not being able to speak our truth and to, and to be our fullest self without judgment. And so here we are being judged 
right? And so it's like, but, and we are still safe. We are still safe. So we begin to, you know, the ceremony was not over. So we play some music and we're getting back into our space of, of holiness and coming back home to ourselves. And, and okay. And so then y'all can unmute and contribute to this conversation because it was so freaking profound. It was absolutely wild. And I was blown away, Vaughn. I, I said this to you that night, but I was blown away at just how, how absolutely calm and confident you were because you were in your power. You were not threatened at all. And the women needed to see that. They needed to see that you were not going to give in and you were just going to usher him kindly out and then come back and take care of us. And so we got back into our own calm and center. You know, Kate, smoke cleared all of us. Amanita, I believe, came through with Florida water and we just recentered ourselves, right? And so everyone sort of started piddling out, you know, once they felt ready and having dinner. And a few of us were sitting there chatting. And this this was the part where it just got really, really amazing because Vaughn was saying, you know, I have felt called to lead another retreat here. I've already put a deposit down. And I'm just not sure if this space is correct for us. You know, I could see the concern on you. I could see the doubt. I could see the the worry. Yeah, because God's so specific. As clearly as God put this retreat experience in my heart, just as equally, God said, you are going to do this for three years on the third weekend of February for three years. And so I was like, Okay. All right. So I was like, and so it is. Okay. And then for that to have happened, I, we were sitting there at that table. Yeah. And I was just like, I, and I hadn't told everybody that, you know, that that's what had happened, but you know, I was like, I felt really called to say, you know, this is what God placed in my heart. And now I don't know what we're going to do. Where are we going to go? Like that doesn't make any sense because it was so clearly placed in my heart uh, I swear less than two minutes later, there was a knock on the door and our, all of our first responses, OSHA is the police or whatever. Like, what do we do now? Like we are in trouble and, uh, it just makes me overwhelmed just recalling the story. And at the door was the owner of the ARC retreat ex home, um, his name is Jeff, him and his fiance come in. It's like 10, 10, 15 at night. And they come in and they're like, hi, we're the owners of this place. Um, we just wanted to let you know that, well, actually we just wanted to check on you because we're sure that what happened earlier with the neighbor coming in abruptly, that that must've been very disruptive and disturbing but we just wanted to come in and check on you and let you know that you are welcome here. You are welcome here. We invite you to, to heal and release in this place. That's why God put it on our hearts to create this retreat home, this space, so that people could heal in this capacity. 
He was like, so maybe, you know, next time, if you ever feel called to come back, you can, you can host these gong release sessions in, in within the walls of the house, you know, because we were outside on that kind of screened in porch thing. I mean, little did I know it was going to get that cray cray, you know, so now, now, now we know. Um, and so the sheer fact that he came by and then I was talking to the, um, like the organizer of everything. I spoke with her yesterday and we were just kind of talking about it. She's like, I want to come next year because I need that release, whatever was called on all that disruption. I want to be there. And she goes, Vaughn, I just want you to know that Jeff and his wife, like, they don't go to the ark. You know, they he owns resorts and, you know, lake houses, beach houses. Like they don't need to come. He he did not need to come there and and make that appearance. He said, but he told me something in his heart told him to go by and check on us and tell us that we are welcome there. Y'all, I can't, I can't even, to me, that is just that whole experience because there were several women that were really triggered by that man coming in because they finally felt safe and surrendering. They finally felt safe to release their rage and their emotion and everything that had been pent up. And here comes a man, their biggest fear is a man coming in and telling them they are wrong, slapping them on their hands and saying, no, ma'am, we don't do that. And so that was really triggering for a lot of women. For me, I loved it. I was like, <laughs> we'll show you, you little bitch, you know, like we will show you. And so, but, but I love that, that it happened. Like, I am so grateful that it happened in that way because that little bitch man could come in and show his weakness and his fear and that we could still stand in our power. And that this divine ass masculine man by the glory of God that created a space just so women could come together and heal in the way that we did so that he could walk through that door and say to us, it is safe here. It is safe for you to do what you are here to do. I mean, can we just talk about this a second? Can't, yeah, can't. Come on, Almania, you're trying to unmute there. <laughs> I can unmute fast enough. <laughs> uh, it was like such a powerful experience. I was telling some of the ladies, um, I went downstairs after everything was done and I had I showered and I was just getting this vision in the spirit realm of like, I was trying to understand like, you know, things happen on a physical, but I was trying to understand the spiritual significance of what had just happened. And what I was, the vision that I was seeing was the divine feminine, the matriarch in the spirit realm, like pushing through this barrier, like coming back to her rightful place, shedding these beliefs and these stories of limitation and inequality and just like so much that the divine feminine has been holding for thousands of years. And it was like, we had come together, opened this portal on the full moon, and we were literally releasing, not for our, just for ourselves, mm -hmm. but for every woman that, that every was connected to us, all the bloodlines. It was just like, 
the amount of noise that was coming out of this place was, I can only imagine as someone living there, like what in the world is going on? Because we went for like 30, 40 minutes. Oh, and yeah. yeah, that I could just only imagine. But I was really seeing in the spirit realm where like we were shifting and shaking um, places that had held power for so long. We were like literally dismantling. And then that presence, that soul that was used and God bless his soul. Mm-hmm. Um, that oh, I he- forgot to tell y'all, I put a letter, I wrote him a note and put it in his mailbox. Oh, I, did. I did. Yeah, oh, I did. That's I so totally beautiful. forgot to tell y'all that I did. And it felt so right. I'm so <laughs> glad I did that. Yes, like God bless his soul, because um, that was a an act of like it was it was like truly an act that was like so beyond him as like an actual human being. It was such a spiritual experience and the amount of fear like I was in the corner when he came in. And so I was able to like look at him and like see his aura and see his fear and And just see all of that in the space with us. And then the way that Vaughn just like, hey, honey, it's okay. Like, we'll take care of this. Let me just move you up on out of here because, you know, your energy is not actually welcome here. But thank you for showing us. And then it was just like the the owner and um, and his wife coming was like, the divine union oneness reassuring us like job well done (laughs) job well done (laughs) uh it just feels like when i think of the vibration that was coming out of that space and the the just the vibration alone it feels like it reverberated through timelines and bloodlines and and just if i feel like it cleared out so much ancestral trauma that that but that's the way things get to be like you you don't actually have to physically witness it yourself you know like we we healed so much that night and it was the full moon and it was a full moon in virgo which is the sign of the goddess and oh my god like you just can't make this shit up and the way that that I commanded, like, I was pissed. Like when we got started that evening, I was pissed. I was like, we did not come here to like pussyfoot around this healing shit. Like, (laughs) I'm like, we are here to like, show the fuck up for yourself. Like I was pissed. I had this energy that was moving through me, but it had to, so that I could like reach into the heart of each woman that is there that was carrying any doubt of her ability to surrender and to let go in that way. I had to reach and grab her heart, twist it and like open it up and pull it out of her because so many of them were locked down and they literally did not know how. So that, that energy, the voice that is moving through me right now, it's like, it literally reached into their heart and turned it clockwise to open them up, like twisting the cap open for them to release. And God bless it. We did. I'm so proud of us. I am so fucking proud of us. We definitely did. I would be safe to say that each woman that gave themselves that experience 
walked away feeling so much more powerful. It's amazing the things that we hold and repress when we begin to give sound to them, they actually empower us instead of disempowering us. And so, oh my God, it was just so amazing to uh, like witness witness that it was it was an incredible experience to hold each woman as they like really dug within themselves to find their power yes and on that note that is when jill shredded her mallet so jill (laughs) i would love to hear from your perspective as you were facilitating that experience Uh, what was moving through you what i mean other than, I mean, obviously Holy Spirit was moving through you and guiding each, like, what, tell us about that from your perspective. The sheer fact that my arms didn't fall off, <laughs> because I don't think I've ever played, I mean, I've played a sound healing for 30, 45 minutes, but I was playing different instruments. Like this was just straight up gong the whole entire time. And I'm not talking just a little strum. I'm talking pounding the gong. And honestly, I feel like I went somewhere else because I didn't even know. Like when I very first started, I mean, after your loaded speech of show the fuck up, like, this is what you came here for. Like why, you know, come on now. It was like two strokes of the gong and people started popping. Yeah. And the whole entire time that I was strumming, I was just like, let that shit go. Let that (laughs) shit go. Like, and each time it was like more and more screams. And I was just literally, if anybody was videoing, I had the biggest smile on my face. And the whole entire time I was like, this is what you're meant to do. Like, this is what you are meant to do. And I just had the biggest grin on my face knowing that finally, finally, women that needed to let go were opening up. And it's like it gave permission to each and every single woman in there that and I think Amanita hit the nail on the head when she said, It wasn't just for the women there. It was for every woman and person on this planet. Like, I really felt like we were releasing for the world is what it felt like. That's what it felt like. And I was just in another world. And then when all the commotion went down, I had no idea. Like, and, you know, there was a side of me that's like, should I be protecting my ears But then I'm like, no, this is healing. This is healing my ears. And so Kate came over and she put her hand on me. And she told me, she was like motioning like her neck, like, stop it, stop it, you know. And I was like, no, girl, I'm in my zone. Like, I just can't. She's like, no, literally, there's a dude here. (laughs) Yeah. And she was like, no, no, no. Like, and then she starts pointing. And then that's when I stopped and I looked. And then that's when I heard him. And I'm like, what is going on right now? But, you know, the sheer fact, I mean, there was, God was 
being shown throughout the entire weekend. I mean, even before the weekend started for me personally, but then in each little, like you saw an unhealed version of a man and then less than an hour later, a healed version. And it was like, thank you, God, for letting me see that. And this sheer fact that Jeff, the owner, kept saying, you know, let's let's extend some grace. Like, this man's having to live next to a retreat center. Can you imagine what that's like? And it was just so beautiful. I mean, everything was just so, so beautiful. And you had shared with me about the God laid it on your heart to hold a retreat there for the next three years and that you had already put the deposit down and I was like wow <laughs> that's pretty balling you know like I'm like mom's not messing around she is totally listening to the Holy Spirit like and then for that to happen and then you're like well I'm not sure if this is like, what are we supposed doing? to happen and then boom yeah boom yeah. there's your answer yeah. I mean, it's just, you can't make this shit up. I know, right? Like, it, and then with Jackie yesterday saying that about, like, he was like, I don't know. I just, I, she was like, he never goes there, Vaughn. She's, and I didn't even tell her about our experience, you know, like our part where I had just said that. So she volunteered that information of just like, he does not come, but he said, he, he's like, I don't know. I just, something in my heart's telling me I got to go over there. And just tell them that they are welcome here. And I was like, God bless it. <laughs> so beautiful. Insane. Yeah. Insane. Truly, truly, truly just God's grace in motion. Like, I think that's the, the thing about it. Like, it is proof, right? Like, we were witnessing God in action. So it, it's so easy for us to see, you know, magic and miracles, you know, unfolding. But to, like, be in it to like witness it in real time. Like, Oh shit. Like this is like, this is really happening. Like this truly, truly, truly is beyond. So you could see how God was weaving through, through me and through Jeff and through each one of us that was just like, see, it's, it's safe here. It's safe. Because if Jeff had not come by that night, I would not, I, I would have canceled that experience, you know, for the next two years. So, so, but because it's there, I'm like, and he said, you are welcome here. It is safe. And what, and what you all are doing is needed. And yeah. I think if I remember correctly, he even said, this is how we heal the world. Yeah. yeah. Is we heal ourselves. Yeah. And so, what you are doing is needed. Yeah. So it was just like, okay, God. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I mean, just literally the glory of God was just moving through that whole experience. But I, I, that is a moment I know none of us will ever, never, forget. ever, ever, ever. And I hope each woman listening to this knows that that experience reverberated for you too. Like it, it is a part of you as well. So if you are listening, like it is your story too. Like it is so important that you feel this and the energy is transferable through all space and time. Oh, so beautiful. Well, I know we're, we're getting into a, you know, definitely an hour into this conversation. So as we are wrapping this up, I, I would love for just any, 
anything that's on your heart, each one of you, that whatever you have to say and just any final words for this experience and for the message of surrender. I just would love to hear whatever is on your heart. Jill, I know you need to go first. You know, you need to leave first. So if I'd love for you to share first, if you don't mind. I just want to, once again, thank you, Vaughn, for standing in your power and being brave enough each and every time you have it on your heart to host a retreat, you say yes, even when you're scared or even when you, you're doubting, like, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Like, is it this date? Is it this place? Is it blah, blah, blah? And each and every time, it is just pure magic. It is pure magic. And I'm thankful for you that you said yes to me and I get to experience this with you. And I'm just super stoked to see what the future holds. But I, I just want this message to be heard. If you have not experienced a retreat and it is on your heart to do so, I plead to you to say yes to yourself. It's not about you signing up for Vaughn's retreat or anything like that. Just if there is a retreat that you see that ignites your soul, ignites your heart, and you are like, oh, I don't know, say yes to yourself. Please, please, please do it. Say yes to yourself and honor that little nudge within you because you'll never, ever, ever regret it. It is a beautiful experience and you will have soul sisters from here on out. And I am eternally, eternally grateful for the retreats that I've experienced and the retreats that I have been able to work with Vaughn and Amanita, you are just a precious, beautiful goddess. And I'm so thankful that our paths crossed and that I get to witness you and um, your divine grace. And Dana, oh, I just freaking love you so much. <laughs> like, I feel like you're my sister from years and years and lifetime beyond lifetimes yes and I'm just so thankful that our paths crossed as well and I don't know what happened that last day but I know that we unlocked something that is going to be indescribable and and powerful so I'm just so so thankful 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 thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you so much Jill thank you and total honor and reverence to you and all that you are and of course that that gong that has taken on a whole new level of your magic for sure I want to get more gongs but that gong will always be a part of the retreats for sure Absolutely. For sure. And in a whole new sure. too. Yes. <laughs> it's been activated. You've been activated. We've all been activated. So it's a, it's a whole new thing. Yes. Um, thank you, Jill. I love you so much. Thank you. Mm. Love you all. Thank you. Mm, my precious goddess, Amanita. Mm.
She don't know how to wear that mute button. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the mute button. Uh, I feel like um, the word that's coming through me is everything we need to see about ourselves is found within a community. And so if you are searching to understand more of your purpose, more of who you are, find your community that you can see the reflection of yourself. You can be inspired by the other women that are in the community. I believe that's what this retreat was for so many, was an opportunity to see themselves more clearly. And the other thing that's coming through is I'm receiving this vision. Vaughn, I know you and I have talked about this, uh, this, these tents outside. And I'm seeing like this stage and I'm seeing Jill with all the gongs and I'm seeing Dana administering the word and I'm seeing us like outside under this full moon and we're all like screaming and shouting and there's no one around for miles and miles and miles and miles. But we've opened up this portal, this portal for so many to reconnect with their soul, their lineage, to step more fully into their purpose. So I'm just really excited to to see how we live it out. Yes. <laughs> Girl, I've been holding that vision for so long. I'm so it's been white tents. It's been mm -hmm. full expression. It has been wild and free. And I know that it is it is it is happening so I am holding that vision with you thank you thank you thank you for for mm, saying it out loud mm -hmm. it's coming the cooperative components are lining up yes oh, oh I love you so much you got us you mm, I love you too <laughs> thank you for being a part of this experience it was my pleasure mm. Oh, my precious little Dana. I just like literally want to hold your face and like kiss you, kiss your little cheeks. And <laughs> I know. Why do I look like I'm 12 still and I'm 40 almost? Oh my gosh. Oh. The thing that I want to say, um, and this is something, Vaughn, that I tell people when you're not around and when I talk about the retreat and the space that you hold. Um, I keep referencing other retreats that I've been to, and I have seen women who are in the spiritual place who still are holding on to their ego, that they want to be the ultimate person who holds that space, who heals the people. And the thing about you, Vaughn, is that your ego dissolves when you are in this space and you are not threatened by anyone else's light. You know your role, you know the place that you hold. And you also see the value and the importance of every single woman there. Both retreats that I've been to that you have run, you've pulled a participant or multiple participants in and asked them to lead something because you see their light. You see that they are needing to have a safe space to step into their own power. And it's something that I've not witnessed before. And it's a healing of the wound of sisterhood that we have that goes back 
to ancient times. I believe it goes way back to like cavemen times, survival, when we were pitted against one another to have a mate who would protect us. And so women saw one another as a threat to our survival. And it's time to heal that in this really beautiful, powerful way. So there's just so much primal layers of, of healing of the wound of sisterhood that cannot be explained. And Vaughn holds this space for you to come and to see your own power within her and within the other women that are there and to, to be invited to dip your toe into that just a little bit more. You know, that that's something that I experienced personally. My heart like exploded at this retreat. I just feel like I was able to make a vow to God to do the work that I am here to do. And I would not have done that if I hadn't been in this community and in this space and felt safe to witness a piece of my power that I didn't see when I was by myself. Mm. So this is what's available to you if you come to the retreat. This is what's available is to feel your own power, to see your own soul, to heal wounds that go back beyond time. And that this is what we're here to do. Dang, drop the mic. I'm like, I'm not even going to say anything because <laughs> that is just the most beautiful, beautiful. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Dana. I receive your words. I receive your words. I receive your words and for you seeing me in that way and for, and for lifting me up in that way. Thank you. And to witness your heart literally expand. I don't know how many times, I, I mean, and that's so funny though. That's the thing, you know, it's like, we feel like we have a big, like you probably felt like you were living from a big open heart. Totally. Yeah. But what happened, like the way you were able to release even more of the layers and the guardrails around your heart to expand even more. See, that's what this is really about. Like you don't know, you don't know, you think you only know the capacity of what you know. And what I'm asking you to do is to go beyond the capacity of what you know, because you don't know. So let's go explore beyond what we know and, and go there. That's, that's it right there. Because I, I would look at you and be like, I don't think there's any way that woman's heart can get any, even bigger or she could love or gift any more of herself. And then to watch you unravel and release and to expand even more was like, holy shit. I didn't even know that existed. And now, now it's even more. And now it exists right now it exists. So what's next? What's next? How much better? How much bigger can that, you think it's big now? All right, well, let's have some time of integration and understanding this version of yourself and this, this heart version of yourself because you've never been this version of yourself with this big ass blown open heart where you've made a vow to God to serve on a bigger level. You've never been this version of yourself. So yes, there's time of integration and, and gentleness and getting to know yourself on this level. And then when it's time, there's going to be even more. And that's why you have to keep showing up and saying yes to yourself because there's always going to be more. Boom. Yeah. Mic drop. Yeah. For real. Mic drop. We can go now. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, thank you women here. Thank you women that are listening to this conversation. Like I said, in the beginning, this was a transmission. May you receive these words. May you receive this activation. May you receive the, the, oh, the glory of God, of your own Holy Spirit that is being ignited within you and allow it to rise and move through you. May you feel that. May you be open to receive that. Because it is always there for you. Mm. I am so grateful to each one of you for listening. I am grateful to you for being on this journey with me. My life mm, brings me to my knees in gratitude that I get to serve and to be of witness of what is possible for each one of us. It truly is beyond my comprehension. And I hope I spend every day trying to comprehend the magnitude and the beauty and the magic that exists. I hope it always overwhelms me. I hope I never get used to it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. I am so grateful you played in the cosmos with me today. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean so much to me if you left a review so other open-minded souls can come along this quantum healing journey too. I am most active over on Instagram. So come find me at Vampiro and say hello. Talk to you soon.